In today's episode, we're gonna talk about brand building, why most brands fail, and what you can do from the start to better your chances for success. Welcome to Make Money With Your Art. I'm your host, BJ Dell. I'm a freelance artist who took creating art as a hobby and turned it into a full-time business that brings in six figures a year. In this podcast, I'm gonna share with you what I've learned along the way to help inspire and motivate other artists like you. So if you wanna learn how to turn your creative passion into a successful online business, keep listening. So I think all artists have thought about starting a brand at one time or another. And to be honest, t-shirt or clothing brands in general kind of seem to be the pipe dream of both artists and non-artists. Never fails if you join a discussion with entrepreneurs online or you hear someone talking about starting a business, chances are the talk is eventually going to turn to, oh, I'm starting a clothing brand or I'm starting my own t-shirt company. And the sad fact about it is the majority of these are going to fail. And the mistake I see a lot of people make starting out is they rely too heavy on buzzwords that they've seen online or heard, you know, in podcasts or have heard just, you know, thrown around. And one of those lately that's become super huge is this whole term of lifestyle brand. So if you're not familiar with what a lifestyle brand is, uh, as described by Wikipedia, Lifestyle brands seek to inspire, guide, and motivate people with the goal of their products contributing to the definition of the consumer's way of life. So don't get me wrong. I mean, lifestyle brands can be successful. There are successful ones out there, but I really see too many of these startup brands fail because they approach the market with the buzzword in mind. That's what they're focused on. And they target this kind of broad idea, this broad feeling rather than targeting a specific customer. So uh, with this, a perfect example, and I've seen and I've heard this multiple times, and I think it's just because of, you know, different places that I hang out and podcasts, uh, you know, that I listen to and things that I read online, but it's, it's popped up multiple times that I've seen people starting t-shirt brands based around the idea of being an entrepreneur. And I mean, entrepreneurship, it's a pretty broad term. I consider myself to kind of have that entrepreneurial spirit. And I'm sure many of you listening probably have that too, or have that kind of drive just because, I mean, let's face it, you're listening to a podcast called Make Money With Your Art. But the thing is, are you actually going to go online and search out clothing or t-shirts based around being an entrepreneur? I mean, I don't know about you. I'm not. I would assume that you're not either, which then, of course, it's going to make it necessary for these new companies to kind of start spending money running targeted ads that are aimed at people with an interest in making money, you know, online, or maybe they've got search histories that are related to, you know, entrepreneurship, and that's what they're going to look for. So I didn't initially in this kind of hypothetical situation, I didn't initially go and see their stuff because I wasn't searching for it. Sure. I mean, being an entrepreneur is something that I'm passionate about, but it's not the same type or level of passion that I have for, you know, like different interests or hobbies. And that's one thing to kind of keep in mind. Uh, I'm looking for ways when I'm online, how to be a better entrepreneur. I'm not looking for clothing that tells the world and the people around me like, Hey, look at me. This is what I am. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, And you know, if one of their ads would pop up in, 
any of my search things or Facebook or anything like that, I'm not going to click on it either. So they're just kind of wasting time, wasting money. And when thinking about this, when thinking about starting a brand, what you really, really want to have is a very specific customer in mind. You want to have a very targeted, targeted, specific niche. So there's that word again. If you've listened to all of the previous episodes, you can see how we're kind of building on these common themes. They keep popping back up and they apply across the whole spectrum as far as making money with your art. You're definitely going to hear more how all those principles and ideas kind of tie in together over and over again down the road. So if you haven't listened to all the previous episodes, definitely recommend you guys going back. If this is your first one, number one, welcome. Thanks for listening. But yeah, a lot of that stuff that I've talked about in previous episodes, like I said, we're just going to keep building and building on top of that. So having a specific customer in mind this is going to be a buzzword. And like I said, too many people rely on buzzwords like the, the lifestyle brand. But this is one of those buzzwords that I like and that actually is useful. But having that specific customer in mind, that's often referred to as creating a customer avatar. So this is, like I said, another buzzword, but it's super important and it's going to help you starting out your brand. So some of the things that you could should and could consider when you create a custom avatar, customer avatar are the demographics. So what is the age of the customer? What's their gender? Are they married? Do they have kids? If so, you know, how many, how old are the kids? Where are they located at? What do they do for a job? What's their occupation? Uh, what's their job title? How much do they make? What level of education do they have? And then also, you know, looking at their goals and their values, you know, what are they trying to accomplish with their life? What kind of values that they hold close? And then also, you know, their sources of information, social media preferences. Do they get on Facebook or are they more a Twitter person or are they more of an Instagram person? Where do they get their news from? Uh, do they rely on Facebook for that? Do they go to, you know, news websites like CNN, uh, you know, really what kind of different areas of the internet do they approach to get that information? Uh, and then also, you know, their possibilities for objections. So if you have a brand out there, why could they maybe object to purchasing what, whatever you're selling, whatever you're offering, and then also what their role in purchasing is. So are they going to be, you know, the main buyer, they're going to be the direct buyer, or is this maybe geared at kids? So mom and dad or grandma and grandpa have to be the ones making the purchase or approving the purchase. So really the idea and the, the end result by creating this customer avatar, you really should be able to identify at the end, you know, who your ideal customer is, what they want, where they spend their time, whether it be, you know, physically in the real world or also online, and then how whatever you're offering can solve a problem that they have or address a problem or fill or fulfill a need that they have. And there's a ton of customer avatar worksheets out there on the web. So definitely take advantage of that. Just do a Google search for customer avatar worksheets, fill that out. It's definitely going to help you in the long run and in the process of starting the brand. And the reason I tell you all this is really things have changed. And uh, because being a, a good artist and throwing, you know, like cool designs on shirts and then coming up with a random name to brand them under, it's just not going to cut it in most cases. It's not going to work. It's where I see a lot of artists fail. 
building a brand around a hobby or just kind of like a really laser focused interest that people are passionate about is the key to building a brand that's going to be successful that's not going to go under in a few months or in a year. So if you can target an audience that's out there that no other brand has actually targeted so far, you could possibly be sitting on a gold mine. But chances are, I mean, especially with the the day and age that we live in, everything's been done already. But me saying that, I don't want that to stop you. So definitely, I mean, if you see something out there and you want to go for it, give it a try. The, the main key here is you really need to find a way to stand out and kind of separate yourself from what's already out there. Uh, it's really important when competition already exists. You need to strive to be unique. You need to come up with ways that kind of differentiate you from your competitors. And at the same time, I mean, you're kind of facing this uphill battle. You definitely need to approach it and realize that, uh, you know, there's already these established brands out there just because you throw maybe some advertising dollars and you run some ads doesn't mean you're going to be able to achieve that same reach that these other brands have built because they've had years and years, sometimes maybe decades, you know, kind of establishing themselves as a brand that people know and trust. So definitely keep that in mind. Like I said, uphill battle doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but like I said, you need to find a way to set yourself apart. So another route that I think many artists overlook is creating a brand around themselves. So with this, I'm not saying, you know, designing shirts and then making a brand or a label with your name as the brand or label. I'm talking about you, you as an artist, you as a person, you as a figure, you're the brand. So what I've been doing over the past few years is kind of a perfect example of what I'm talking about here. And the thing to consider with this is there's a lot of pieces that go into this. It's going to take a lot. And some of the things that you really need to consider if you want to approach this route is it's going to take you building a sense of community. Uh, one thing I do, you know, offering free tutorials, uh, striving to build up those around you, giving more than you take. That's really important too, and just really showing that you care about those that consume your content. Uh, all these, they kind of go a long way into building that trust in you as a person while they also provide value to the people you're trying to reach. And here, one thing to really keep in mind and to consider is that authenticity is super key here. Uh, don't do things for the wrong reason and then turn around and try to fleece, you know, the people that have been loyal to you for so long. Uh, like I said, you really need to give more than you take. And that's the key with this. So taking this approach, really what it's going to do is it's going to allow you to offer so much more to your audience than just kind of a single thing. Uh, since my brand isn't, you know, a clothing brand, it's me as a person or as an artist or as like a figure, uh, you know, I'm not locked into just making shirts and trying to sell those to people. Uh, that's, of course, you know, one option that I could go with, but it's not the only option. Of course, uh, you know, if you follow my YouTube channel uh, or I also link in the show notes, you know, I sell brush sets. So that's part of my brand. Uh, also, like the YouTube channel itself is part of my brand. This podcast is part of my brand. But like I said, giving more than you take this podcast. I don't have sponsors. I don't make any money off of this. Uh, I actually lose money because I have to pay for hosting for all the episodes. But like I said, it's it's one way to give back to the audience. Once again, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, 
really, really love that and super humbled by the fact that you would tune in and listen to my voice for, you know, half an hour at a time or whatever the, the show turns out to be. It's pretty awesome. But like I said, that's one way that I have to kind of build my brand while not actually receiving any monetary gain out of it. It's just that whole building the brand that I'm going for with this and a way to give back. Uh, so once again, like I said, there's so many ways and so many different things that you can do to approach this. One of the other things I personally want to do is I eventually want to uh, make some books around drawing tutorials, you know, learning how to draw, how to draw this, how to draw that. I say eventually want to because I'm already kind of spent as it is very uh, spread thin with everything that I try to do and there's not enough hours in the day but that is definitely something down the road that I want to do and of course you know I've got the videos up on YouTube and people can watch those but I know there's people out there that prefer you know having a physical book. So that's an option too. And once again, I'm technically the brand. So doing things like that, things that I create, it, they all kind of fall under that umbrella of, you know, BJ Dell, if you want to say that that's my brand. So like I said, most artists, they don't really look at branding this way. And that's why I wanted to talk about it and bring it up in the, uh, the podcast. I know this isn't for everybody. You've got to be willing to put yourself out there and deal with, you know, the trolls and negative comments and all that. But I think it's a really interesting route to go and to consider. Like I said, there's not many artists that do it. And before you start, if you want to go this route, number one, it's going to take a huge investment of your time. And it's going to be something that you have to build. It's not going to see or be something that you see results, you know, immediately overnight. It's going to take, you know, some blood, sweat and tears to get there. And like I said, a huge investment of your time. Uh, but it's something I'm passionate about, something that I, I feel lucky that I've built the audience that I have over the, the past few years. And I think it's a pretty cool alternative to consider. You know, uh, like I said, a lot of artists don't look at branding that way, don't see themselves as a brand but it's something to put out there. So, okay, guys, that's it for today's episode. Uh, no new episode next week. I've actually, I'm going to take a week of vacation and do some renovations around the house, but I'll be back in two weeks. And in two weeks, we're going to talk about letting go of the artist ego. Can I say that again? <laughs> Okay, so no new episode next week, but I'll be back the following week to talk about letting go of the artist ego. It's important. Uh, it, it's a good way to look at things. I see too many artists out there that, that hold on to that ego, turn people off. This kind of ties into branding, too. So like I said, it's just a building process between these episodes. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Just want to thank you for listening. Hopefully you gained some valuable information that you can apply to your own art business. If you want to check me out online, here's where you can find me. And I'll go ahead and link all these in the show notes as well. So I've got a YouTube channel called Let's Draw with BJ Dell, where I post drawing tutorials and digital art how-to videos. If you want to hop on over there, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you can get notified when I post new videos. My website is bjdell.com. You can check out some of my artwork over there. Plus, there's a contact form where you can send me any questions or suggestions for future episodes of the podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at bjdell. 
And last but not least, I have a private group for artists over on Facebook called Keep Creating a Learn, Draw, Share Art Community, where you can share your art, get feedback, and just meet some really cool, supportive people. So really want you guys to be a part of that as well, too. So hop on over there and join the group. Once again, thanks for listening. And if you could do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and definitely share it with a fellow artist if you think they would enjoy it. So that's it for me. And until next time, keep creating.